Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the first 
episode of Our Own Voices Live in the New Year 2016. Happy New Year, everyone. Hopefully you let 2015 go out with a bang so you can bring in 2016. Just keep in mind that if you carry the baggage from the past, it will just slow you down in the present and make the future that much further away. We have so much to talk about today. The title of our show is Turning Stumbling Blocks into Stepping Stones and Celebrating Your Life. With emphasis on celebrating your life. A little bit about Our Own Voices Live. Our Own Voices Live is a blog talk radio show that comes to you every Saturday at 12.30 p.m., on the West Coast, 3.30 p.m. for those of you out east. Big shout-out to my East Coast listeners. As a matter of fact, that was Larry Locke Henderson, homeboy from Brooklyn, New York, giving us a little education through rap. If you guys are back east someplace or anywhere and you want to talk to that brother and find out how he, too, can help inspire young people by his version of literacy through rap, by all means, look him up. He's on YouTube. I just, he, he inspires me every time I listen to it. Hopefully he inspired you, and I wanted to start the year out with inspiration. You know, there is so much going on in the world today, so many things that may make you think, woe is me, may make you wonder, what is the point? Whether it's terrorist acts, whether it's financial situations, shootings in the streets by your own or by cops, seeming like there's just no relief from anywhere. If you hold on to that and that's all you see and that's all you have, you will live possibly a miserable life. It will be hard for you to see, maybe even your way out. So we title it Turning Stumbling Blocks into Stepping Stones because as we go through life, we will always have stumbling blocks. Now those blocks are there, and you still have to get to where you're going. Will you allow them to be your stumbling blocks to keep you from getting to your destination, or will you figure out a way to use them as stepping stones? And walk across joyously. Today's show is hopefully not just going to be me talking to you. I hope that you will give me a call and share with me as well as our other listeners. Maybe some stumbling blocks that you had and maybe even some stumbling blocks that you still have. For ones that you had, maybe share some points or just some anecdotal stories on how you changed them from stumbling blocks and made them into your stepping stone. 347-826-9600. 347-826-9600. You can press 1 on your keypad. That will let me know that you want to talk, as many of you know, that are long-term listeners. This show is not done just by me normally. I usually have my co-host and occasionally we're fortunate enough to have some guests. Well, we don't necessarily have guests today. You are the guest. And my co-host 
unfortunately, is a little under the weather. So, big shout out to Angela Thomas, my sister, home girl. For those of you a little closer to the streets, my ride or die chick. She's the one who is responsible for us having this Blog Talk radio show in the first place because it was her idea and she put in the late work to make it happen. And I will never forget when we broadcast our first live show. She had actually just had surgery. Just to show you that ride of diapy, she had surgery the day before. Was just coming out of anesthesia and still wanted to participate in the show and not just wanted but did. You know, our sisters and our women in general, they have a certain strength. Now, maybe it's not strength like men have, but then again, it can be too. But they do have a certain unique strength, something special to them that comes through and actually strengthens me. It's almost as if we have a symbiotic relationship. You know, and we're going to talk about relationships as we get into the new year. And maybe, just maybe, relationship or relationship was one of your stumbling blocks. Well, if relationship was one of your stumbling blocks, but you somehow managed to make it a stepping stone, believe me, there are a lot of people who would love to know how you did that. Because there's a lot of people who are struggling with relationship right now. Maybe it's always been that way. Maybe it's no more today than it ever has been. I actually think that it is, and it's a different type. But that's in my life. Maybe it's not that way in your life. And so call in, 347-826-9600. Press option one to talk. And let me know, let our listeners know, how you turn that situation, those stumbling blocks, into a stepping stone. You know, when it comes to relationships, some people say after they've come out of a bad relationship, where it was a bunch of stumbling blocks, or maybe they were really stepping stones, but they allowed them to be stumbling blocks. How many of you have gone through life and then you've looked back at a situation that seemed like it was just insurmountable? You couldn't see your way past it. You couldn't see your way out of it. But then eventually, for whatever reason, how they came to be when you made your way out, and then you had a chance to look back, you thought, wow, why did I hold on so long? Why did I keep doing the same thing over and over again? I stumbled the first time I did it. I did the exact same thing the second time, and I stumbled. And every time that I did the same thing, I kept stumbling. And then one day when I decided to do something different, and maybe that thing different was to move on, move forward, all of a sudden those stumbling blocks, the things so unsurmountable, became stepping stones. And as you look back at the happiness and goodness that you have in your life now, you wonder, why didn't I do that a little sooner? Well, everybody has their own time. And two people may go through the same circumstance. And while each one of them are focusing on their walk, because that's what we're talking about is a journey today, as each one of them are focusing on their walk, one cruised effortless, effortlessly across, and those rocks were stepping stones. But then to the other, they kept stumbling and falling, stumbling and falling. 
and it wasn't until they decided to change some things that they were able to cross to the other side. Now, the other side is your other side because your other side may not be mine and it may not be the next person, so it's your other side. Today is the month of January is Celebration of Life Month. This week, January 1st to January 7th, is Celebration of Life Week. Do we really celebrate our life? I mean, we celebrate celebrities and and sports figures and maybe people in the public eye for whatever reason. Maybe they're rich, they're beautiful, as beauty is to us, whatever that reason. But how often do we celebrate our life? Question not just because that's what the month celebration is, but maybe we should celebrate our life a little bit more. Maybe we should do what some of my religious friends say and count our blessings a little more. And and the first part of the year, the end of the previous year, the first part of New Year is a great time to do that. When you can assess yourself, when you can look back and say, what goals did I have and which ones did I achieve? Maybe all of them, maybe some. And for others, maybe none. But then it gives you a chance to reflect. Some people in the social science world call that an opportunity to do some introspection within yourself. You know, we, life to me is a lot like weightlifting. Now, I'm no bodybuilder by any means. I want it to be. But I do go in and throw around a little steel from time to time. And I, I'm the guy that's in there with a little notebook, paper, and a pen or pencil, usually pencil. And I'm the one that's writing down my stats. The very first exercise I do on a Monday during this particular exercise cycle, and I'm going to keep this one into the new year, the very first exercise that I do is I do preacher curls. And sometimes I'll swap that up, and I'll do uh, an incline dumbbell press. Dumbbells are the two smaller ones. And I'm doing that to strengthen my chest and also to get bigger. I'll admit it. I want to be bigger. I want to have larger muscles. I don't necessarily want to be like a bodybuilder. And at my age, it might be too late, maybe not. But I want to do it, but I really want to do it for me. It's aesthetically pleasing to me. But maybe more importantly, I get a chance to see the fruits of my labor. In other words, I may not look any different from one week to the next, but when I look at my stats and I say, oh, wow, last week I was doing, let's say I was doing three pounds. Uh, per dumbbell. So that's a total of 120 pounds. It's not awe-inspiring to some, but to me, you know, it, it's good, especially if that 120 pounds that I did this week is more than, let's say, the 110 pounds I did last week. Maybe it was 115 pounds. Just going up five pounds, that's two and a half pounds per side. That makes a difference to me. So I look at those numbers because I may not physically see it. I may not actually feel it, 
that I'm any stronger. But I look at those numbers from the previous week to the current week, and it sort of gives me an idea that I've, I've progressed a little bit. And it almost doesn't make any difference to me whether it was a big bit or a little bit. Important to me is that I progressed. Now, sometimes, and I'm not even sure why it happens, but sometimes I don't progress. Matter of fact, I might even maybe do a rep less. Maybe I do the same weight, but I don't do the same amount of reps. Now, usually I always increase, but every once in a while it's like, wow, I, I didn't do, I didn't increase. And then I start to thinking, I wonder what did I do different this week than I did last week, or what can I do different for next week that I didn't do this week. And that's sort of how life is to me. Is What did I do? How did I move forward in life? And it's not necessarily based, and usually it isn't based on what anyone else has done. It's what have I done. Now, for me, I need that. I need to see progression. And progression for me fuels more progression, just like lifting weights. I lifted weights last week, and I did a little bit more. So this week I want to do a little bit more. Maybe I lift the same weight this week that I did last week, but I did one more rep. Well, that's in the phrase, one more. I progress. Well, when we look at our life overall, some people have different measuring devices for progression in life. Some people use education. Some people use job, status. Some people use the amount of money that they made. Some people use the things that they have. In other words, they started out with a Pinto. Some of you may be old enough to remember that. And now they're driving around in a BMW. Maybe they lived in an apartment and now they own a home or condo. Those still are tangible measurements for that person. For you in your life, as you look back at maybe some areas where you stumbled, you slipped, you fell, there were stumbling blocks, you didn't move advanced like you maybe felt that you should have, like you wanted to. What was it that kept you from moving forward? And then what did you use to kind of guide yourself? Was it words that maybe your mother, father, a relative, or a friend, someone impactful in your life, is it something that they said that came to you? Is it simply the schools of hard knocks, that you did it this way so many times and you didn't succeed that you finally decided to do something different? Maybe you did something different by accident. I don't know about you guys, but... Some of my successes, I'll admit, were not always purposely done. I stumbled on them. I, I stepped on that. I was on that stumbling block, and I, and I stumbled. And as I stumbled, maybe instead of falling to the left, I fell to the right, and I saw something a little bit differently than I had seen it before. And it was all of a sudden, on how I could get past that stumbling block, turn that stumbling block into a stepping stone. December is a time of year 
where many of us don't necessarily see celebration, whether celebration of our life, for that matter, even celebration of the holidays, whether it's Christmas, whether it's Hanukkah, whether it's Kwanzaa, there's just no celebrating in us. It's a lot of woe is me. Maybe we're Scrooge, right? But for whatever reason, sometimes during Christmas and during many holidays, there are many among us, many of us are lonely because we're by ourselves. You know, we may put up, and maybe we do like enjoy it. Maybe we do enjoy being by ourselves. And maybe there are some people who enjoy being by themselves all the time. That, that's possible. Some people are like that. But I do believe that we are supposed to be with someone. Now, when I say be with someone, I don't necessarily mean in a romantic way, though it can be. But I do believe as humans, a part of living is interacting with other humans, learning, seeing, striving. And this time of the year, especially those who live by themselves, oftentimes the elderly, sometimes the young and single, but really it can be anyone. It's a time of depression, remorse. There's troubles. In other words, a lot of stumbling blocks seem to be before you, and some of them seem almost insurmountable. And this is a time of year, unfortunately, when a great many are celebrating, that a great many feel they have nothing to celebrate. And I'm here to tell you that if you're living and breathing, you have something to celebrate. It may not be the large victory that you're looking for. It may be something a little smaller. It is advancement and it isn't a victory. And I say embrace it. Sometimes we don't embrace the good things that happen. Maybe it wasn't a big enough good thing. Maybe it wasn't the good thing that we were looking for. Don't lose sight on the fact that it was still a good thing because maybe that good thing was your stepping stone. And maybe you not celebrating that good thing and focusing on whatever is bad things you have in your life or negative things, that becomes your stumbling block. And maybe the more you focus on that, the larger that stumbling block becomes and the more difficult it is to get beyond it. You see, sometimes it's about how we look at the things that's going on in our individual lives that we start to erect and scatter our own stumbling block. I hear many people say they don't have enough money, and maybe they don't. But then you have to, why don't they have it? And it's not to just focus on the why don't they, but it's to give you, okay, so I know why I don't. Now how can I have it? Is it that I'm in the wrong job, the wrong occupation? Do I need more skills? Do I need to work harder? Do I need to take that promotion instead of, well, turning it down because it's more responsibility? What is it that you can do to achieve that goal? People talk about putting up these vision boards, and I find them to be very instructive, very very useful. 
Because on his vision board, you put, okay, this is what I want. This is where I want to be. This is how I want to be. What it does is gives you a visual representation of advancement for you in whatever category it is for you. And if you all, you know, this is the first of the year and this celebration of life, and look, look at your life and think, what do you have to celebrate? Well, first of all, you have life. And if you have life, that means you have opportunity. Are there imitations? Excuse me, are there limitations in life? Yes, there are. So maybe what used to be your 100% 10 years ago, as far as capability, capacity, maybe that's not your 100% today. Maybe what you do today is 90% of what you did before, but maybe that's your 100%. And if you've achieved that, then that's something worth celebrating. Sometimes it requires us to take a more practical, some might say realistic view of where we are and where we want to be. So, for example, if I am, let's say, I deliver newspapers, that's that's what I do. But I want to be a millionaire. Also, all I'm going to do is ever deliver newspapers then you're going to have to figure out a way to deliver enough newspapers to become a millionaire. Not to say that you can't do that, delivering newspapers. It just means that instead of standing on one corner one day of the week on Sunday, maybe you need to do that multiple days of the week. Expand your route. And maybe you expand it so much that you need to hire other people to cover your new route. It sort of reminds me of the guy who liked to work on cars, and he would go get old junk cars and take parts, and he would fix other cars. And he kept building up, and this is in the South, so he had a lot of land, and he kept getting these junk cars and getting the parts he would need, and he would put them in the back, you know, because he had plenty of land. And all of a sudden, it dawned on him that he had all of these junk cars. Now, he had paid money to get the junk cars. Now, what he would do is he would get a car, maybe, you know, a hoopty, go get a couple of junk cars that were similar to it, take parts off, fix it up, and then he would sell it, and he would actually make a profit. And he just left the old junk cars on his property. And then over the years, he had amassed all of these junk cars. And, of course, that woman in his life, because usually that's what it is for those of us who are lucky enough to have one in our lives from time to time, or permanently if you're really lucky, it was that woman in his life that finally said, hey, we got too many cars. You need to get rid of some of these cars. And being someone who is wise enough to listen to the woman or women in his life, he thought, man, it's going to take me a lot to get rid of these cars. And then someone drove by and saw a car that they needed a part off of. And he found out that he could sell them parts off of some of the junk cars that he had. So guess what? He started a junk car parts business 
where he had all of those junk cars that he had bought and piled up in his yard. And next thing you know, this guy is selling parts off of these cars. And in time, he made a lot of money, actually. And this is a story I get from my father. I met my father when he was 18. This is one of the stories he told me when I met him, believe it or not. And he knew the guy. And he says, the guy became a millionaire selling these junk cars and junk car parts that he had initially gotten to fix cars to sell to someone else. I guess my point here is life can be how we view it, and we can make it how we want it to be. So we can see those stumbling blocks, right, and think we're going to stumble. Or we can figure out how can we turn those stumbling blocks into stepping stones to get to where we need to be. There are a lot of things happening in our world today, whether it's from the relationship front, whether it's from the racial front, the the employment front. How about that one? And then here's one that I think about a lot is hunger. Hunger in America, the breadbasket of the world. Why are there so many people hungry in America? Is there anything that can be done about it? Of course I believe there's something that can be done about it. And I believe you just have to have the will. Because when you have the will, that becomes the fuel that drives you. We just celebrated Kwanzaa, and one of the Kwanzaa principles talks about creativity. And we need creativity, creativity of thoughts. Oftentimes people think of the arts, but science is also creativity. Business is creativity. Today is not going to be a long show, and I I hope that someone will call in 347-826-9600. Press 1 on your keypad to chat with us, because we all have stumbling blocks in our lives. And we have all had stumbling blocks in our lives that we have turned into stepping stones. Sometimes we forget that we have turned stumbling blocks into stepping stones, and we get caught up into constantly stumbling. And then we begin to think that that's all we can do. Well, my mother used to tell me, Rod, you can do anything. One of the most powerful things that I've heard in my entire life is my mother telling me that I can do anything. I realized that everyone was not fortunate enough to have a mother and or a father that told them they could do anything. I didn't have a father, but I did have a mother. And when she told me that I could do anything, it caused me to view life through the lens of turning stumbling blocks into stepping stones, that no matter what situation I was in, there's a way out. When I was in service and I ran the Air Force Repair and Enhancement Program. Our mission was to take what could not be fixed by any other means and devise a means to fix it or somehow to acquire it. And the measurement of my success was how many things did I get that couldn't be fixed to try to fix, 
how many did I actually fix and percentages? And also, it was a business. How much money I made from selling it back to the Air Force. I made a lot of money doing that. Because there's a lot of things that people said could not be fixed. And just as things and aircraft parts, I believe life is very similar. There are a lot of things, a lot of parts of our lives that we think cannot be fixed. And the reason why they cannot be fixed is because we believe they could not be fixed. And sometimes it was because we didn't reach out for help to someone else who might have the capability to fix it. Some parts, when I was in charge of the Air Force Repair and Enhancement Program, were literally thrown in the garbage. And what they used to call people like me was dumpster divers, because sometimes that's what my guys and I would do, and I would do it too, is I would go in dumpsters on the military base, aircraft, and I, I was cleared, and I would pull out parts that the technicians had thrown away because they weren't able to fix it and didn't think it could be fixed. And I would take those parts, my guys would bring those parts back to our shop. We would review it devise a means to fix it and fix it and then sell it back. Life oftentimes is like that. It's sometimes we throw things away or we put them in a position not to be used. That is the very thing we need to fix whatever that situation is that we're in. I used to tell my guys, when I worked for this program, we called it AFRAP for short, I used to tell my guys, do not see stop signs. I said, as a matter of fact, a stop sign is really just a longer yield sign. A stop sign is really just a longer yield sign. And I sort of got that from what my mother told me when she said there was nothing that I couldn't do. And it had been my experience in service that most things, if it was possible to be done, then it could be done. Maybe I didn't have the right tools. So that meant in some cases I literally needed to design and make the right tool for that job. If there was an aircraft part that was broke so badly or broke in such a way that there had not been a method devised to fix it, then I needed to come up with some way to fix it possibly how I got this job of running this particular organization, this business. And I remember when I made my first $100,000, it was because I told my guys, not just because somebody else says it can't be fixed, that doesn't mean it cannot be fixed. That means they did not find a way. I don't know how hard they look to find a way to fix it. I said, but we're going to look at it and find a way to fix it. And they would bring these parts back, and that's what we would do. And then when I made my first half a million dollars, again, it was measurements to me. It was the amount that we fixed, and it was the amount of money that I was making. 
And the more that we fixed and the more money that was made, of course, that was the more money they made, the more they started believing that there were more stepping stones than stumbling blocks, the more they started believing that there was nothing that they weren't able to get by. And this started translating from their professional lives. And then when they would, new people would be hired, and I would hear them say the same thing to the new people that I had said to them, that, you know, mostly it's just the stop sign is really a long-term yield sign. And you, can, you may have to pause a little longer here, but then once you figure out a way, you'll be able to advance. And I used to hear them say that. I knew that they had changed and they were successful. And that first year on that job, we were so successful that the trade organization for what we did invited us to their trade show to share our secret and how we advanced so quickly. And then the next year, I went from making, believe it or not, $500,000 to a million dollars because I didn't believe in stops because I saw ways to turn stumbling blocks into stepping stones. I just want to share that example with you on how it can be done and how it can be infectious and it can spread to others. Because if you go, woe is me, and you go, what you cannot do, and you say it enough, you start to believe it, and then those people around you will start to believe it. Not only will they start to believe it, you'll start to act like it. That there's nothing you can do. You know, we hear this among certain groups of people. I'll even speak up on my own people. Sometimes we talk a lot about what's being done to us. We talk about what's being done to others who look like us. And we talk somewhat defeated. This is what they do to us. They do this all the time. This is why we can't get ahead. And I would suggest, yes, it has impacted us. Is our language impacting us and holding us back more than whatever actions are being done? And so should we take a moment to pause reassess the situation because maybe this is one of those long-term yield signs, right? And then say, what can we do? What can I do to improve this situation? Because usually it's something. Very seldom is there nothing. And it might be a little something, then again, it might be a big something, but ultimately it's about us acting. It's about us moving. It's about effort. Put forth no effort, you will probably have no gain. If you put forth little effort, then it's quite possible that you will have little gain. You put forth a big effort, and there's more possibility you will have a big gain. Here's, here's a, a quote. I don't know who said it, but someone said, I find that the harder I work, the luckier I get. I find that the harder I work, the luckier I get. I'm not sure how you interpret that, but I'll show you how I interpret it. I interpret it as that you make your own luck and that if you prepare yourself, 
and you focus and you work hard, then you will advance. Now, some people would say, well, no, in America, it doesn't work like that for everyone. I'm going to revert back to what my mother told me. And that is, there's nothing that you cannot do. If you want it bad enough, work towards it. Okay, here's, here's one. Here's one. And before I give that, 347-826-9600, 347-826-9600, and press option one to talk. And share with us some of the stumbling blocks you've had in your life, maybe the, some of the stumbling blocks that you had. And for those that you had, how do you turn those stumbling blocks into stepping stones? 347-826-9600, press option one. Because we've all had them. We've all had them. So I was going to tell you one story, but I want to tell you a different story. I want to tell you a different story. I took French in school. Now, the reason why I took French is because my brother took it before me and before him. My mother took it, and we, for whatever reason, French is the language that we took in school. I like the way the language sounds, actually. I had difficulty with French. Now, I never became a great speaker of French. But I remember I used to read and read and read and practice and practice and practice. I just never, it never seemed, I just wasn't a good speaker of it. But I kept at it. And I, I remember I'd even, I wouldn't even dream about French, if you can believe that. And eventually, I just kept working at it. And before you know it, I could write French fluently. I could read a French newspaper and then over time, living in New York City, we had quite a few Haitians in my community. And I remember I was on the bus. I think it was the 60 bus, but I'm not sure. And someone of Haitian descent was lost. But they only spoke the Creole version of, of, of uh, French from Haiti. And they were speaking and no one understood and somehow I understood it, and I think it was because of all that work I put in. And I was able to speak enough to him, because I, well, I could have probably written it better, but I was able to speak enough to him to help you know, him find his way and get him to where he needed to be. Now, that was a success to me, and it showed progress to me. See, I think that we have to hold on to those successes and that progress. I hear people say, well, the you know, desegregation was the worst thing that ever happened to black people, as an example, right? Now, most of those people were not living during Jim Crow and segregation. And they didn't have to, well, they just didn't have to live on it. They didn't have to suffer through it, right? And so maybe you have those people have a different opinion about it. But as a person who lived through it, no, there was a whole lot of things worse that happened to us than desegregation. One of them was segregation. And then I'll say, no, because when we were desegregated, we stopped shopping with one another and all of these other things happened. And granted, those things did happen. But, but it's not just because of it. We had choices. We had choices. And it's what choice will you make with whatever you have? Because we all have choices. Um, unless you're in jail, you even have some choices in jail, too. But, but 
you know, for those of us who are, who are not in captivity, we have choices. Here's a concept. Here's a thought. How many of you have most of the things that, you know, how many of you have all the things that you need? Okay, and then think, what did you do to get those things? Did you have to work? Did you have to save? Did you have to pay off something? Okay, how, how many of you not only have the things that you need, but you have a lot of the things that you want? And how many of you who didn't have the cash for it used the credit card to get it? And maybe after a few Christmases went by, as we're in the Christmas season, right, you wound up having a lot of debt, and you realize that a lot of your debt was due to charging things on your Christmas cards or on your credit card for Christmas. And then at some point when you realize that that debt was not good for you, figured you wanted to pay it off, but you really didn't have the money to pay it off with the job that you had. So what you did is you got a second job. Now, you didn't really want a second job, right? But you got a second job. And then what you did was you took the money from that second job and you paid off that credit card. That's it. So you saw something that you wanted. You did something that was not good for you per se to get it. You realized that it was not good for you and you needed to do something about it. So then you did something more, which was you got a second job to pay it off. Really think about it in your own life. And how many things have you needed that you didn't get and it was beautiful? Because I think most of us have what we need. Might be various forms, but most of us have what we need. Now think about the things that you want and look around. If you have more than one television in your house, some people might say if you have one television in your house, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, us, but I have more than one. If you have more than one television in your house and it's not for your home business, then it is a want and not a need. But you have it. And you did what it took to have it. Oh, and if you happen to have cable and or satellite, today a lot of people have Internet TV, you spent some money to get that, and you got what you wanted. If you have the least expensive phone, but maybe the iPhone, the Note, or 5, I'm not sure which version is out, you don't necessarily need that unless you have some job that requires you to have it. That's what you wanted, and you made a way to get it. I was talking to a young man that said that he had a closet of shoes, but it looked like a brick wall because he saved the boxes. Now, this young man actually was 16, and he went and got a job. And for with his money that he worked for, he, he liked shoes, so he bought shoes. And that's what he did. And at one day he realized, why do I have all of these shoes? I can only wear so many. And he gave the shoes away. The point is, 
that he got a job, 16, so he's still in high school. He got a job after school, made money, and used a portion of that money to get what he wanted, which was those shoes. How many of us to this very day have a closet full of shoes? It's what we want. But if you find yourself having a lot of what you want and not all of what you need, then maybe it's just a simple adjusting of priorities. And then you can use that adjusting of priorities for shoes versus what you need in many other instances of life. Where are our priorities? At the beginning of the broadcast, I talked about those vision boards. Maybe you use a calendar. Some people say desk calendars are, are the, desk calendars are the best. Other people say pocket calendars. Some people use a calendar on their phone. Whatever works for you. But I'm asking you today, doing this first show of the year for our own voices live with Rod, with Angela Thomas and Rodney Smith. If you haven't started a vision board or you haven't used a calendar to sort of plan out your year, nice weekend for those who don't work weekends. Take some time to get that calendar or make your vision board and sort of map out some things that you want. And there's different ways you can do it. You can start from the beginning and you can move forward through the year, or you can start at the end of the year and say, this is what I want. And I'm going to give you an easy one since I know a lot of people do this at the beginning of the year, after eating all of that good food and pastries. I love sweet potato pie. I just love it. I love pound cake, too, but I love sweet potato pie. And sweet potato pie, as well as pound cake, and just in the word pound, can throw some pounds on you. That during the holiday season, as those who are out there celebrating, they throw some weight. Now, some who are not celebrating, sometimes eating becomes their crutch to help them get through the holiday season because they're lonely. Maybe they didn't have the money to participate as they thought that they should. Not that they had to, but as they as they felt they should. Should's not mandatory. So a lot of us a lot of folks say, Well I want to lose X amount of weight. I want to lose X amount of inches. Maybe start six months from now, three months from now, or at the end of the year. And say This is where I want to be. And then maybe every three months, you can do it every month, you can do it every three months, you know, every quarter, whatever works for you. And then put down what you want to be. Because as you do this, you develop goals, strategies, and mechanisms to achieve that. And then it will go from thoughts. To write from and then writing it down to actions, and then every month or quarter or every every couple of months, and you look at your numbers, you'll be able to see, oh wow, I'm losing or I'm not, and that gives you an opportunity to adjust. Because here's the thing: it's not a failure if you don't achieve the goal. It might mean that there's adjusting that needs to happen. If you don't write it down and you don't have these, you know, you have your goals and you have these milestones in between, 
right, to kind of check and see if you're heading in the direction that you want to head. Because remember I said it was like a journey. Life is a journey. Then you can see where you're making headway or not, and you can adjust accordingly. Now, what I have, and I have a wall calendar, and I put this wall calendar up right by my door. So when I exit my bedroom, I see this calendar, and it reminds me of whatever it is that I'm supposed to do that day. Another tactic that I use, technique that I use, is at the end of my workday, I plan in it time to review what I've done that day. Did I reach whatever my goals and objectives were that day? And then I use the calendar to jot down what I need to do the next day. Ultimately, try not to carry over things from one day to the next. And then sometimes there's weekly things, and there's monthly things, there's quarterly things, there's annual things. So my calendar is how I use what I use to guide me. And as I go through that, I take the time to celebrate whether it's at the end of the day and sometimes it's at the end of each day. Sometimes it's at the end of each week, the end of each month. I celebrate my achievement. When I sometimes fall short, you know, I could go woe with me, but then that's when it's time to examine, okay, what didn't I do that I could have done or what should I do the next time? And then once I do that, I celebrate a little bit too. And then I look forward to the doing those things and watching it to see if I achieve my goal. So the show today has been about turning stumbling blocks into stepping stones. Whether these stumbling blocks in personal life, whether they're stumbling blocks at work, whatever it is, societal stumbling blocks. There's a lot of things out there that bother us, and we see it, and it occurs over and over. Now, we can continue to do what we've been doing, where we continue to see these things over and over. And we will continue to see those things over and over. Or we can change and do something different. At the bare minimum, evaluate what we've been doing and then determine whether it's been working to see if we need to devise another plan. You see, I believe that those things that we complain about that happen over and over again, part of the reason why it happens is because we do not have the will to do what it takes to change it. And I'm here to tell you today that you have the ability to change it. The only thing that you were lacking was the will. If you don't have the knowledge Google it. Google it. There's a young lady who comes, well, actually she's not young in physical years. She looks young, though, but she says, Google knows everything. And we all laugh about that. And we say that most of you who have these phones, if you want to know something, you can actually Google it. You don't have to go to the library and check out an encyclopedia. You can actually Google it. So, you know, some a, a gentleman that I know locally, a businessman, he had made a post and said, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. 
and he tagged me in the post, and I, I, my comment was, it may not be necessarily lack of knowledge, but it quite possibly could be lack of will, because it's hard not to have the knowledge today, because it's right literally at our fingertips, on our, on our cell phones, or on our computers, our laptops, our tablets. So is there really a lack of knowledge? It can be, but you can get that, right? I just demonstrated how you can get that. There's, you know, I like wearing pocket squares. And it's not something that I've done all my life. It's something relatively new, actually something in 2014. And, but I don't really know how to tie I don't know how to fold a bunch of pocket squares. So I Google it, folding pocket squares. And all of these videos and links come up on how to fold pocket squares. And occasionally I'll go outside the norm and do a different one, and people will rave over this pocket square that I Googled. And they'll think, wow, Rodney knows it. No. I mean, yeah, I learned it, but I didn't know it. I Googled it. That's, that's how life is for us. If we don't know a thing, if we don't know it, we can Google it, or we can do it the old-fashioned way and simply ask someone. You can even read it in books still. For 2016, let it not be because of a lack of knowledge, but also let it not be because of a lack of will. If you want that thing, and I submit to you that you have most, if not all of the things that you need and plenty of the things that you want, regardless of how much it was or what it took to get it, because you were willing to do it because you wanted it bad enough. So these things, even in society, that are happening, if you want them to change, then want it bad enough and have the will to do what's necessary to change it. And if what has been done has not worked, then maybe consider doing something different. As you go through these processes, take time to celebrate, or as some people say, count your blessings. What do I actually have? Well, maybe... I wanted a this, but I got a that. Well, a that is more than whatever it was that you didn't have before. Celebrate. Enjoy it. I'm one who celebrates going to my refrigerator and getting a cold drink of water because I lived during a time when I had to go outside to pump water. So being able to go and to my refrigerator and refrigerate it, and open it up and get a cold glass, a cold drink of any kind, I rejoice in it and I celebrate it. I went to TC's rib crib yesterday. No, I didn't have any ribs, and they were good. Some black-eyed peas and some rice. And they did a job on those black-eyed peas, let me tell you. And I didn't get the pork ones. Those black-eyed peas was, well, they were good black-eyed peas. And I celebrate it because other people came out and they wanted to fellowship with us. And I thought it was great because what some of the people told me was that they were home alone and they didn't have anything else to do. Some said they were just laying in the bed. And when they saw my post on Facebook that they got up and they got ready and came straight to the gathering. And we had about 12 or 13 people on New Year's Day at the gathering. Mind you, I did not plan on having a gathering. I was quite content.
staying at home myself. But they wanted to have it, and we had it. We even got some visitors from L.A., believe that, who came to our gathering on New Year's Day. They weren't alone. And we had discussions, and it wasn't always from the same perspective, but it was opportunities for us to learn and to hear something different. And sometimes that's what we have to do, is hear something different. Because when we hear something different, maybe it's something we never thought about before. Oftentimes it's the way we view things. Well, we can change how we view things. You can view it as something bad, or you can change it to, well, maybe I'm not going to see it bad anymore. Oh, this happened, and they did this to me, and they keep doing this to me. Okay, what can you do to take yourself out of that situation where this is continually done to you? What can you do differently that will get you past that stumbling block? How will you turn that stumbling block into a stepping stone? And then I say, go out and rejoice in just the thought of it. Celebrate, not too much, because the work still has to be done, and then go about the business of achieving that goal. And if you need to divide that goal up into various milestones, long and short term, then do that. And then celebrate each success. And when you fall short, that's okay. Take time to devise, to think about what happened, how you can do it a little differently, a little better, and then press on. Turning stumbling blocks into stepping stones and celebrating life. For 2016, doesn't make any difference how great 2015 was you was for you or how bad, because it's gone. And if it was good, then that's great. You survived it, so that's also great. Again, it's perspective. But if you definitely don't want to go through what you went through in 2015 again, then if you haven't taken the time to devise a plan, take the time now to devise a plan and get your get your memory board out, get your your vision board out, get your calendar or calendars, and write down what you want. If it's weight, write it down. If it's inches, write it down. If it's a new job, write it down. Because as you go through the process of finding out what you need to do to get that new job, you begin to establish goals and milestones on what needs to happen. And then though it may seem far off, as you're turning these as you're turning these stumbling blocks into stepping stones, remember it's one stone at a time. Just one. And focus on that one. It's okay to have all the other ones listed, that's a good thing. But focus on that one. And then after you get that one, then focus on the next one. I I walk miles sometimes. It's exercise. It, it gets me outside. It clears my head. My house. I usually leave in such a manner is that if I keep walking, it's somewhat of a circle. That at some point I look back and I have to make a choice. I could quit now 
and turn around and go back. But maybe I'm going to have to walk almost as much as I would have walked anyway. Or I can just keep putting one foot in front of the other and focus on putting one foot in front of the other. And it has not failed yet. I always make it back to my house. One step at a time. Most times, there are no shortcuts. Occasionally, you may find one. And if you do, exploit it, right? But usually, it's one step at a time. Usually, it's realizing that there are, that there are no stop signs. They're long-term yield signs. Again, it's how you look at it. Though it may be something that's blocking your path now, maybe you can go around it. Maybe you can go over it. Maybe you can go through it. Ultimate goal is to get beyond it. And if, there's, if other people have done it, you can too. And that's something you can tell yourself. Sometimes we have to tell ourselves these things. We have to encourage ourselves. Maybe other people will join in. But here's a little tip on other people joining in in helping you achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. People tend to gravitate towards success. They also tend to gravitate towards people who are doing. And oftentimes when people gravitate towards you because you're doing, it sort of gives you a little confidence and it pushes you a little more. Encourages you, it acts as fuel. But you're doing it for you, and by all means, keep doing it for you. But you'll find that people gravitate towards people who are doers. People want to be around people who are excited, who are happy. Now, you're not going to walk around all day jumping up and down because then there may be something wrong with you. But then again, maybe not. But, you know, there's, there's up moments, there's down moments. You rejoice with the up, and then when there's a down, you look forward to the up. And you keep doing what you need to do so you can get to those good, those up moments. People love it. They gravitate towards it. Moving. Sometimes if you need to stop, take a rest, take a break, assess, am I going in the right direction? That's okay. And then get back to stepping. Remember Keep putting one foot in front of the other, and you'll get to where you're going. If it's a ladder, every time you step up a rung, you get a little bit higher. But you have to keep stepping to get to the top of that ladder. And oftentimes, there are no shortcuts. It's just straight up, and you have to keep going. You know, they say, don't look back. Don't look down. Okay, then stay focused on the prize. Remember that saying, keep your eye on the prize. Today's show is about how we can achieve a little bit more and how we actually have the power to get everything that we need and that we typically get most of what we want. And if we believe that, and I believe, I believe it. If you believe in yourself, powerful. It will help you get to where you need to be. Turning stumbling blocks into stepping stones in 2016. You have the power to do it. It is there to be had. Whether it's a new job, more money, new car, clothes, new pair of shoes. For me, I like soup. 
So I kind of tied my success to suits. So when I'm making a lot of money and I make X amount, then I can go get a suit. If I don't make that amount, then I'm not able to go get that suit. But when I do, I go. I was told I need to have more shoes. The women in my life tell me that. Friends, family, Rodney, you just have one pair of shoes. Okay, so I'm going to get another pair of shoes. But I found out the shoes were expensive. Now, maybe not to you, and I'll admit that I'm on what I call frugal. Some people may call cheap. But I don't like spending, well, I'm not going to say how much I don't like spending more than because then you may call me cheap too. But I don't like spending a lot of money on shoes. But I do know in order to have really good made shoes, it may cost me a few more dollars. So I've also tied that to my success. The more money I make, I can get a pair of shoes. That's just how it works for me. I want to go on a cruise. I've never been on one. I hear people talking about it. I'm determined to go on this cruise. But cruises cost a lot of money. Now, do I have the money? Yes, but I don't want to spend it. So I've decided that I need to work harder in my business to generate more money so that I can set aside money for this cruise. And I it's projected down the road, so it gives me plenty of time to do what's necessary to get this money to go on this cruise. Now, I don't necessarily need the cruise, but I want the cruise. And because I want the cruise, there's some things that might prevent me. So now I'm going to turn those stumbling blocks into stepping stones, and I'm going to make that money, and I'm going to go on this cruise. And I'm believing I'm going on the cruise. That helps me do the things necessary to go on that cruise. And part of going on that cruise, actually, is buying some shoes and buying some clothes because I want to have the full experience of the cruise. I want to go to that that captain's dinner I hear so much about where you're all dressed up and looking fancy. And for those who are lucky enough to have a woman on their arm, she's looking all nice and everything, and she's happy to be with you because you're looking nice. Yes, I want to have that capability, that potential. And this is somewhat of a lighthearted show today, and it's intended to be so because it is the first of the year, and I wanted us to loosen up. My homegirl wasn't able to make it on the show today. We're praying for her recovery. And I just, it's how I see life. It's turning stumbling blocks into stepping stones, and I wanted to share that with you all. I really wanted some of you all to call in today or or see the message and share how you've turned to some of the stumbling blocks in your life and how much your life was improved, how much more joy you, you got out of your life. You know, some of us, we don't really seem happy. And people detect when you don't seem happy because most people don't want to be around people who are not happy. And then what compounds that is when you're not happy, but you actually have so much, but you act as if you have so little, then people don't understand that. They say, wait, what's wrong with them? They have this. Everybody has personal issues. I get it. And what some people can get over, other people have difficulty. I get that too. But I still say take the time to count your blessings. Then the things that you don't have, don't seem so bad. 
because you think about the things that you do have. Suppose you enjoyed everything that you do have to its max extent. Would you be as bored as you may be? Would you feel as if you had to accomplish as much? It is about perspective. In 2016, let it be a positive perspective. And remember that saying, when there's a will, there's a way. No, we don't perish because of lack of knowledge. It's because of lack of will. And that is something totally in your control. You've been listening to Our Own Voices Live. And today we talked about turning stumbling blocks into stepping stones and celebrating life, celebrating your life. What do you have to celebrate? Well, one, you made it into a new year. That's something worse because many of us know people who didn't make it this year. And maybe there's some things that you didn't achieve last year. Now you have an opportunity to achieve it this year. Celebrate. Celebrate your life. Celebrate your achievement. Celebrate your accomplishment. No, it's not being a braggart to for you to celebrate with you your accomplishment. It's okay. It's okay to know that you achieved something. And when you do find yourself in that woe is me, again, think about what you have. And it's not always what you have that are physical things. Right now, my 100% of health, I am pretty close to maxing out my 100% of health. Not your 100% of health, but my 100% of health. I am ecstatic that I am at 100% of my health right now, and I'm going to celebrate. Because there is going to be a point where that needle is going to drop a little bit. I'm going to celebrate. Right now, I have some great friends and a great friend. I'm celebrating that. They may move. Health may change. A lot of things. You know, we live in a, a world where job situations are, you know, we never know. Do you have a job? Then rejoice, celebrate it. Is it a job that you want? Maybe not. But is it a job? Yes, it is a job. Celebrate. Is there something preventing you from advancing in that job? Find out what it is. Get your vision board. Get your calendar. Defeat it. Beat it. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Keep climbing that ladder. Competing against yourself is so much better than competing with other people. Because you rejoice when you beat yourself, don't you? And you rejoice when yourself beats you. Rejoice. Be glad. And enjoy it. It's okay to be happy. I'm happy today. I'm happy because it's a new year. I'm happy because I'm here with you. I'm happy because I have dreams and hopes and aspirations and that I'm setting my goals to achieve some of those this year. I'm happy because I know my purpose. Do you know your purpose? Do you want to know your purpose? How much have you focused on your purpose? I can tell you that when you know your purpose, life is more fulfilling. Now, achieving that purpose and knowing it is two different things. 
But it's a good possibility you will not achieve it if you don't know it. And if you do achieve it and you don't know it, then does it mean to you? Have the will. Have the will this year. Celebrate even the small things, their victory. You, we are a victorious people. We have survived many things over the course of our time in this country. But we're still here, still have opportunities. Now, those opportunities may not always be there, but they're here now. Embrace those opportunities. Go out and get them. Well, this is Rodney Smith with Our Own Voices Live. My co-host, Mrs. Angela Thomas, wasn't able to join me today. I send prayers of wellness uh, out to her. Thank you all for listening. I see you on the boards. Thank you for listening. I see you in the in the chat room. Thank you for being in the chat room. And that pretty much concludes our show for this first day of the new year, turning stumbling blocks into stepping stones and celebrating, says, your life. I'm celebrating my life. Celebrate your life. You'd be surprised how many other people who want to celebrate your life simply because you're doing it. And this is also that time of the year that there are some people, unfortunately, who may feel they have nothing to celebrate, though they may be surrounded by their own accomplishments. Feel free to reach out to someone, give them a call, send them a text message. Believe it or not, a text message is better than nothing because you've touched and contacted someone. Maybe that will lead you to call them or them to call you. Maybe that's what they needed for a little bit of hope. Maybe that text message or that voicemail message that you left was like a light into the darkness of their lives that they're experiencing at that particular moment. Take time to be someone's light until they can generate their own. Call someone. Maybe call someone that you used to talk to and that nothing happened. It just slowly drifted off. Take time to Pick one or two people to call. I know it takes time. But take a little time. To call one or two people that maybe you haven't talked to in a while. Maybe there's someone that you ran into that you know and you have their phone number and you could tell that things weren't quite right. But you don't necessarily have to get into their business, but maybe just calling them and saying hi and spending time with them. Maybe you might even want to go someplace with them. You will be surprised at how many people tell me, eh, well, I was stayed home this weekend. I didn't really have anything going on. You know, I didn't know anyone else who had anything going on. So I'll call them and give so they'll know. A lot of people suffer during this time of the year when they don't need to. It does it isn't always about money. A gift comes in many forms and maybe that gift is your time today. Or tomorrow. We will be back Next week, I'm sure we'll come up with something to talk about. You can go to the Our Own Voices Live Facebook page. You can go to Our Own Voices on Twitter and send us a message on what you thought about the show today and also what a show that maybe you think we should do. If you want to be a guest on our show, you have something that you want to share, that's okay too. I know sometimes people send me, Rodney, share this. I don't want to be on. Okay, well, I understand that. You can do that as well. 
Our Own Voices Live on Facebook, Our Own Voices on Twitter, and let us know. This show gave me a chance to reflect on my own life today, and I'm looking at my calendar, my vision board, things that I want to achieve this year. And if I live to see the end of this year, 2016, I want to be able to look back at some of the things that I was able to accomplish, no matter how small or how large. It's like lifting weights. The more I lift, the more I can lift. The more you do, the more you'll be able to do. Open yourself up to joy. And it will come in. Thank you, and I'll see you next week, 12.30 p.m., on the West Coast, 3.30 on the East Coast. We'll bring you another edition of Our Own Voices Live. Happy New Year, everyone. Hopefully you had a happy Kwanzaa. Hopefully you had a Merry Christmas. Celebrate your life. Bye-bye.